Welcome into Short and Spooky, the podcast about anthology shows from the 80s, the 90s, and sometimes the early 2000s. 2000s. Don't start that again. <laughs> it's coming back, <laughs> baby. Um, the voice you're hearing is me, Tommy, the trash man, the iciest of all the meatloafs. That'd be kind of gross if you had an icy meatloaf, huh? You'd probably like it. Take it out of the freezer, it's icy. Yeah, most things when you take them out of the freezer are icy. Mm, not some elements. Some elements, yes. <laughs> um, the elemental man you're hearing to my right is uh, the big sniff. Hello. And across from me, as always, and handsome as always, is uh, Johnny the junk man. Does my urethra smell infected? <laughs> uh, it always has. You like that? Uh, that's your new one. Yeah. That's a new catchphrase. <laughs> I've been wanting to like piggyback like on that, it. but I think it's your it's your bit now. So, because I was thinking about something the other night, I want to do for myself. For but... Thin Lizzy, shut up. For you, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, welcome in, boys and ghouls and all those things. Uh, shout out to all the things we always say shout outs to. Mm. Um, and uh, yeah, we're here. It's a rainy, it's overcast. Overcast. It is actually soaking wet. Yeah, I was soaking wet at work today. It was not fun. I, because I had my car stolen, I've been riding around uh, my bicycle, so I had to get all waterproof clothes, and mm. it is uh, not fun to be cycling around in heavy boots and snow pants at no. 5.30 in the morning. Fuck that. Yep. And it, your plastic helmet. That's right. Yeah. So what else are you gonna make? It there out? was a, there was a well no because remember there was a, a recording that we did like maybe like a month or so ago and I put a plastic bag over my helmet oh, yeah. so that way That's rain weird. couldn't get in and it looked like I was wearing a <laughs> turban or something. Are you we were... still doing that? Yeah. That's good. <laughs> um terrorist. But I like self-consciously like tuck it around the edges now because I don't want it to pop up and look like a turban because you guys it sounds like he's talking about his boner. Made me <laughs> Yeah, you had to tuck it up tuck it in the waistband. The don't want it to pop up. Of course. Oh man. Um but you guys made me self conscious, so thank you. Sorry. That's okay. It's it's good to be self conscious. It is. Is it? Actually, I don't know if it is. Hmm. Mm, I don't know. Um, it's good to be humble. The holidays are, are getting closer. They are. Yeah. We were just talking about getting gifts for each other. I got stuff for you guys. You don't have to get anything for me. I okay. don't expect good. anything. Good. <laughs> <laughs> oh. No, I already uh, I got no something for you, Coop. Charcoal. Mm. <laughs> Spilt motor oil. <laughs> Your favorite. Yeah, no. Yeah, I'll put it on the floor. <laughs> Unspilt so he can spill it himself. Yeah, let me have that joy. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be great. Um, but uh, yeah, you guys got any holiday plans? Hmm. I don't. Uh, I will be uh, walking around and singing carols door to door, of course. Really? Oh, yeah. yeah. Getting, what do they get? Like porridge or something like that? Figgy pudding. Yeah, figgy pudding. Yes. What and is figgy pudding? Uh, is it Figaro, the, the cat? I, th- I feel like it's just like some pudding, gross right? Bullshit. It's like some English Cause thing. Because bread pudding is also pretty gross. Well, yeah, it's like some terrible food that the English probably made. Probably something like yeah, like bread pudding, which is just soggy bread. Actually, uh, there's a place um, that's uh, here in downtown Oakland that uh, I saw on uh, Uber Eats. They do a um, a bread pudding, but it's a savory one, and it was like all turkey with like. Uh, instead of you know syrup or whatever like sugar water, they used like gravy, and it was basically like a, chi- a turkey pot pie. Mm. But it was like a bread pudding thing. I was like, damn, I want to try that with like sage and butter and stuff all over it. Mm, very fun. 
Yeah, mm. but uh, seriously, I'll probably just play with my Nutcracker all day and <laughs> tuck myself into bed at 4.30. Are you, is your Nutcracker your penis? Yeah. <laughs> You're cracking nuts up? <laughs> yeah. They shoot out so fast it breaks the sound barrier and cracks like a whip. <laughs> that one single sperm comes flying out. Oh, that's right. Yeah, the rice. Coop, Coop loves the, the rice. rice. <laughs> rice. <laughs> that's what you're gonna get. It's like an inchworm. It just like moves like that. Yuck! No, uh, thank you. Disgusting. That's like a maggot you just described. Yeah. Maggot. Oh, good lord. Coming maggots. No, that's a Cannibal Corpse song. <laughs> is it really? It probably is. I don't know. <laughs> have you? Should be. Uh, have you? You said last episode you're not gonna jack off anymore. Is that been the case? I jacked off like an hour before you got here. <laughs> <laughs> In anticipation of us coming here. Well, I didn't want to get too. So I didn't want to. I want to last longer for you guys. So. Yeah, you rub out the easy one. Yeah. I gotcha. And that way I'll... Have you guys ever done that? No. What? R- r- rub out the easy one? Like, it, it's like a dry spell for you? Uh, I will not do it before a date, mm, but I'll mojo. do it earlier in that day. Yeah, no, no, no I'm not talking about, like, right like before. I save it. You want to just come as quick if as possible? If I know I'm going on one? a date... No, I'll... I mean... It, just save it up for a couple days. Yeah, but what happens uh, if, like, the date goes long or, like, the date doesn't go the way you want? Then you run the risk of getting some bad blue balls. Yeah, that's a risk I'm willing to take. Okay. Blue balls are no joke. They're not that bad. Oh, I beg to differ. Yeah, ditto. I've gotten some. I I think they're a myth. I've had them so bad where I can barely sit. And, like, even after you crank off, it's like they're still sore. It's like you can't do anything. I don't know. No, I know. One hundred percent is yeah, absolutely. It, it hurts. Like to, like he said, to like sit down even hurts, and like walking, it just feels like there's like glass shards in your balls. Jesus. But it like goes up into your abdomen. Yeah, it's I like getting kicked in the that. balls, but I don't it, the that. feeling doesn't go like well, well, get some blue balls. <laughs> I think I have. I think it just feels like your okay. balls feel heavy. Just edge for a couple of days. But that's a whole different. That's like crazy. <laughs> You're talking about like if you make out with someone and she doesn't fucking. And you don't bang her, and you walk around. It feels like your balls are full of broken. When glass. you're 19, yes. Mm. Yeah, I was uh, I was in high school, and I was banging a girl, and just couldn't nut because I was too nervous. And sounds about right. Yeah, for you, yeah, of course. <laughs> uh, and, and and yeah, I remember like uh, this is when I was again still in high school, so I got back to campus and was like just literally walking around like an old man, and uh, my one of the older kids is like, hey, "You gotta crank off, dude." Did he help you? Um, he talked me through it. Oh, good. Yeah, he talked me off. He said, you can use my mouth, bro. Whoa, that scared me. Sorry, I'm I'm gassy today, you guys. I'm gassy. Gaseous. Yes. Johnny the Gas Man. Mm. Um, but, uh, yeah, you guys ready to jump into our episode? Yes, of course. We talk about anthology shows, and today is no different. Uh, Tom's pick today. Yeah, um, this is a, uh, a show we've done maybe the most, I guess. Close to it. It's a top. It's a top tier. Top three. Top three. Um, are you afraid of the dark? Tale of the Ghastly Grinner. Uh, and this epi- this episode aired. Uh, <laughs> Coop no- smelling my burp. Yeah, disgusting. from a minute ago. November twelfth, nineteen ninety four. Good year. Directed by Ron Oliver. I was ten years old. Good I, times. I was uh just turned eight. Kurt Cobain. Didn't he kill himself that year? After watching this episode, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, Tom, uh, what made you choose this episode? Um, I've been watching a couple, um, and uh, I thought it was really 
I don't want Did we say to... the name of it yet? I just said okay. the tale of the, of the ghastly grinner. Ghastly grinner. Hey, tonight, today, John is the gassy grinner. Oh, I like that. Oh, that's cute. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, I remember watching this when I was a kid. And I, like I said, I have, I, I think I was just underwhelmed with it as a kid because like the way it's edited and and uh, the fact that it wasn't scary to me, like I felt so ripped off. I'm like, I watch these shows because I want to be scared. And so many episodes of Are You Afraid of the Dark have like really haunting images or really scary themes that like would like, you know, keep you up at night as a little tyke. And um, not this one, but it still was a fun. And this one actually reminds me of... Um, Coop, I know you're more familiar with uh, Goosebumps. Um, mm-hmm. There's, isn't there a Goosebumps about? It's a two-part episode about superheroes. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I never saw that. Episode, I remember there's I like the book. I forget what the main one's called. It's like I don't know if it's called. Uh, I can't remember. There's like a giraffe woman or something in it. I just remember the cover of the book. I don't remember what it was about. Well, evidently it was so popular they made it into a two-part episode of Goosebumps. But I just, I don't know. I felt so ripped off when I was like, I'm coming for scares. And I'm leaving with whatever this is. Feelings. <laughs> Content. Content. Um, Sorry. But, uh, yeah, uh, the reason I picked this one was after I watched it, uh, I don't know, I don't want to spoil anything, but I was like, this is Young John. This is Young John in more ways than one. I wanted to wait till we started actually talking fully on about it, but I was like, as soon as I saw the the character and started seeing what it was, I was like... I, re- I changed my the name in my notes that to, to every time I'm just saying Young John. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, cool. Uh, so um, before we get into it, mm-hmm. mm, rules. Um, I'll go first. Uh, every time he runs his hand through his hair. Okay, I'm uh, I'm good with that one. Uh, um, yeah, sure. Hey, uh, every time. Oh, he's making you see it up. a blue. Blue goo. <laughs> blue goo. I like blue goo. I have blue goo. All right. Um, every time there's a weird transition oh, wipe that was my other on the one. screen. Oh, yeah. Comic book style. Well, comic book movie style. Comic what comic book movie does that? Since it... The tale of the <laughs> original Batman. Well, they would do like the frame would like spin. They do weird shit like that. Okay. Do you have another one? No, you took my other one. Okay, every time they say Sylvester Uncas, take a oh, drink. Yeah. Uncas. Um, and then my last one was every time you see a superhero that they don't have licensing for, but they're somehow showing. Hey, you get a little glimpse of them. Oh, yeah, there's a lot. Yeah, yeah you see Ryan Stimpy ad in this one. Dude, there's a... Ad? In the comic book, there's a little... Tiny there, little blip for Ren Stimpy. There, dude, they have Superman, Batman, Spider-Man, Venom... Um, they have tons of different superheroes. I was like, well, how'd you guys get I all saw these? Superman. He looked oddly Latino. He, he had long hair. That's all it was in the 90s. He had long hair. It was right before he but, got... But he was also very bronze and black hair. He looked either Italian. Maybe he's Sicilian. I don't know. <laughs> he's got a baguette. I know he's supposed to be from Krypton. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Southern Krypton. Yeah. yeah. The uh, the UV rays are a little stronger there. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> Coop, what are you doing with your Letting pants? Letting my fucking thighs breathe, dude. Coop is wearing um, pajama pants. Rolled These are up, sweatpants. Sweatpants rolled up, cuffed up to his upper thigh. Yeah. Okay. Just letting everyone know where we're at. Almost pulled his balls out earlier. I can't. Tom, do you have a uh, uh, a Tom rule? 
Um, Something that only happens once. Oh, geez. I, I can probably think of one. I'll, I'll, I'm sure you will. Yeah. Um, call it out when it happens. It, okay, for sure. Um, but uh, yeah, as always with Are You Free of the Dark, we start with the Midnight Society. That's right. And uh, we got uh, Frankie. By the way, yes. I, I, I've i said this before. I'll say it again and again and again. Is that Frank yep. is... I think that the director or somebody's showrunner had a thing for him and was trying to get him in as little clothes as possible. Oh, sexually. Yes, yes. Because he's wearing like nothing. There's times when he's wearing like a ripped up shirt and it's like his bare chest underneath. Do you and see I'm, nippy nips? No, it doesn't show nips. <laughs> just, but I mean like... He's just wearing a thong. <laughs> like this is supposed to be... <laughs> banana hammock. all pulled up. Like, this is a uh, teenage boy yeah. at night in the forest in Canada. In Canada. You're going to need more than an open short sleeve shirt. I mean, you know that had to be someone's choice and it wasn't his. <laughs> it was like, no, let's get you. Come on, let's show some skin. <laughs> He's like, they're like, have him in like regular clothes. He's like, I really feel like my character would be like, showing it off, <laughs> yeah. you know? Working it. Really and getting uh, those 11 year olds worked up. supple young boy. I want the world to know it. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, yeah. our Midnight Society this time is Betty Ann, Sam, Gary, Tucker, Kiki, and Sexy Frank. Who's Glasses? Uh, that is That's Frank. Oh, Gary. Gary. Okay. Gary's the leader of the Midnight Society. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Until uh, it was revived, in which, and, and that's when Tucker takes over as the leader. Fucking Tucker. Same kids in the... No, the, the, Tucker's the only one to bring them back. Interesting. So basically, it's like the exact same characters, like the same type of like archetypal, like this is what this person's all about, like, you know, like whatever the nerd or the outcast or the creative one or the, you know, goody-goody, except they just had different actors playing them. Uh, this episode starts with a little problem with fire. Mm. They should have put on some Jimi Hendrix. Oh, yeah. Let me show you to the fire or whatever. <laughs> Step to my fire. I can't remember the um, song. Let me stand, stand by your fire. your fire. Okay, yeah, but... You were close. <laughs> let me show you your fire. <laughs> let the fire go different. <laughs> um, but, yeah, they, they were having trouble doing it. Gary's uh, struggling with the matches and... and uh, Because the logs are wet. Just like today. It was raining. I wrote wet logs. Oh, <laughs> Ew. I so, love some wet logs. That's why toilet. when we were walking in today, avoiding oh, all the dog poop. That's why you said that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kiki, uh, Kiki is trying to get it lit uh, by uh, rubbing st- wet sticks together, mm. and they're like, "I need some kindling." And then there's this shot where it's she frotting. she picks up her flashlight and she like looks, and the sh- camera is like on Tucker's butt, and he has yep. comic books again out of his back pocket, and it's just like you know that director's like. Let me get a take 30. I just want to make sure we get it framed right. Oh, man. He likes his butt. (sighs) He likes it. I have a sneaking suspicion that the uh, uh, director of photography was a pedophile. Hey, that's been known to happen with these shows. Like the one, the guy that did... But not in Canada. um, Yeah, in Hollywood, though. Oh, definitely. The guy who did, like, um, all that or whatever. Keenan? No. Oh, the guy who... No, not all that. They have a a documentary about him, right? What was her name? Uh, Oh, Mary Beth Denberg. Uh, what a girl wants. Oh. Uh, she went crazy later. Britney Spears? No, no, she had her own show. Oh, God, it's on the tip of my tongue. Fuck. You know who I'm talking about. Uh, I've Amanda been... Bynes. Yeah, Amanda Bynes. I think mm-hmm. she got, like, touched. Um, I'm... Pr- I, uh, probably. Yeah. Sorry, Amanda. Yeah. Anyhow, somehow <laughs> Kiki is able to uh, get a fire started by... Uh, by rubbing wet sticks together with no ghetto, together. <laughs> I don't know why somehow he can rub them together. 
she began yep. she'd been given hand jobs for a while so she, uh, she knew how to do it that's what would yeah but in usual fashion they're they're trying to like doesn't betty ann go like cool a comic book i can use this for my story i'm like well well uh frankie yeah. tries to steal it to start the fire with it yeah and he's like dude you can't take that that's a you know comic book yeah a graphic <laughs> A graphic novel. novel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's when I was like, John. Well, actually, a graphic novel is a collection of issues, not a single one. Ooh. But uh, also... And, um, then, and then again, I was like, John. Doesn't somebody say something about anchovies on a pizza? Oh, yeah. Giving uh, you... Uh, that helps gas? you go to bed. <laughs> oh, help, oh, it gives, gives you nightmares. bad dreams. It gives you nightmares. Do you guys believe that any food that you eat would give you nightmares? Because no. I know that, I remember they said that, like, when you were a kid, like, don't eat too much candy because the sugar's a stimulant and it'll keep you, it won't let you fully, like, sleep into the right REM cycle and therefore you have a likely chance of having negative dreams. Well, mm. I mean, based on that one Halloween episode of The Simpsons. That's uh, what I'm yeah. saying. Yeah, I, I believe. Know. I don't know. I love that Bart's is, ends on a happy note and he wakes up yeah, screaming. Yeah, he says, I love you, Dad, and he wakes <laughs> up screaming. Um... We love that. Uh, so I, one of the things, as far as this intro part that they that I I kind of realized is a running theme is Betty Ann's talking about it. By the way, Betty Ann's wearing like a Cosby sweater in this, um, and she's like, "But what if comic books were real?" They're like, and I'm like, like, "You guys do this all the time." And I even wrote it down. I was like, "What if comic books were real? What if movies were real? What if video games?" were real <laughs> what if magic was real like all of these episodes we've already watched together all have those exact same things and i'm like yeah we get it what if chemtrails what if? were real oh. wouldn't that be a great day to chemtrail what episode? if flat ear flat earth theories flat are ear. real they are real um <laughs> well, uh but uh yeah it's uh she if she says something along the lines of like the like portals to different dimensions or something like that yeah which I thought was kind of cool. I, I always like that kind of concept. I mean, if that if somebody really did believe that there was portals to other dimensions with crazy characters, I have a feeling that sowing the seeds of that, you know, notion through children in comic books might be the smartest way to go. Yeah, that's like a- if you try to go on YouTube and be like, "There's a crazy ghastly grinner running around, gonna make you puke up blue goo." <laughs> like, you yeah, it's like crazy. It's, yeah, <laughs> that's probably sweater. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, so it's a relatively quick, uh, Midnight Society intro, um, and, uh, she starts getting into our story about our main character, Ethan Wood, Young John. Yes, so, I was gonna say, I looked just like this kid. I, I, except I was fatter. Mm. My hair was slightly shorter, but in the very first scene of this episode... It's really the most apparent because I don't know. I mean, I didn't really put it together at first, but there's like a storm going on with like lightning and it's yeah. raining and the dude comes in and his hair is wet. Okay. I thought he had like the twisty hair, like corn. Style. Yeah. <laughs> you know I, I mean? thought it was just grease from oh. like not washing your hair because that's what mine was. My oh, hair looked no. like how his hair looks wet all the time. So you look like, what's his name from corn? Is it monkey? <laughs> I think <laughs> my hair looked like monkey. No. <laughs> or... What's the other dude's name? Not Jonathan Davis, because he had dreadlocks. No, no, no. There's 
monkey, and then there's what's I the other one? Twizzler. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, something like that. No, no, there's <laughs> Twizzler. God, I'm trying to. The guy who got religious. Yeah, I thought that was monkey. No, monkey is is the more. I think he has more dready dreads. I don't know. I'm thinking of uh, like Andy Milanakis and waiting. Remember? Yes, yes, yes. That kind of shit. My hair kind of looked like that, except it was greasy and not specifically supposed to look like that. Uh, So, (laughs) Ethan Wood is... uh, Ethan Wood what? Young John is um, basically trying to get his comics uh, picked up by a publisher. Yes. And he gets, uh, I think, 15 uh, no's. Yeah, he... Okay. He doesn't even open them up, but just, like, return to sender... Don't please don't write. He's back got a here. negative attitude. Yeah. Well, also it's great because I'm like, he's like, I've been rejected by every publisher. I was like, no shit, you're twelve. Yeah. <laughs> like, what do you expect? Like, yeah. they're like, even if they said, yeah, we love your stuff, but we can't hire you. You're a minor. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I don't know. I I had some severe issues with the comic book art in this episode. I. That, why do you think I picked it? Because you do you have any thoughts on the comic book art? Um, it looked, we'll talk about it when we, we get into more of it, but it was, it looked a little, uh, goofy. He had a cool room though. He had a pinball machine in his room and like, like the art that he had up, you're like, okay, like this is supposed to be the cool kid room. He got mad though. Oh yeah. He tore shit down. Yeah. He's in a fit of rage. Impulsive. Uh Uh-huh. Um, and, uh, we get introduced to his parents pretty quickly right after this. No, we don't. We uh, he gets a um a letter in the mail. Oh yeah yeah um it was a uh, come visit comic book Inc. Yes. I N K. Mm-hmm. I thought it was gonna be like, incorporated like that would make sense. Yeah um come early and avoid the crowd. Come early. <laughs> <laughs> Won't be a problem. Won't be a problem. <laughs> Tom just did a big wink. <laughs> yeah. Did you notice there's, sideways? There's actually a little um there's a uh are you afraid of the dark Easter egg. Multiple Easter eggs, and uh, when they go in the comic book shop, they have characters from other episodes. The masks, huh? Masks. The masks, huh? Uh oh. We just sent Cooper on a tangent. <laughs> I think we broke the masks. We broke what him. Masks? He's in the comic book store. There's masks. Uh, I don't remember those. I saw cardboard cutouts like above, like a comic book stand. Those weren't masks. I don't. Wouldn't think it be so. great if Cooper's gorilla family mask was actually just a cardboard <laughs> picture? <laughs> Someone drove, just drew on a cardboard. So Tom, because oh, no. I, I recognized a couple of them. One, of course, was Zebo from Laughing in the Dark. We haven't done yet, but Tom, we did an episode. Uh, remember where there was like Girl Scouts who get lost in the woods with witches? Oh yeah. And there's a scene where there's like a really scary face with the skin pulled off. Yeah, that's right. That's one of them. Oh, cool. Yeah, and then there's another one from um, like a scary babysitter episode. There, there, they, there's basically four scary characters, and they're like. See, if you are smart enough to get it, you'll get it. And I'm smart enough. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> the only one at the Praise table. Praise me. I thought they were masks. I didn't realize they were cardboard. Shows how stupid I am. Me too. <laughs> but there's nobody there. So I was I was wondering, I was like, is this a grand opening? Um. Yeah. I, I, I. Because if it's not a grand opening, why doesn't he know about it? And if it is a grand opening, why isn't anybody there? I think it was, well, all, it was all a plot to lure him in to help... Uh, what you know? What ends up happening? Well, he walked in and he well, said, "Couldn't she just go to his house instead of opening up a shop, buying tons of products, and then like, <laughs> like it must have been her fault." Fo- someone, 
So, so if it's not a grand opening, why didn't he go there? Well, before, if he, he's a, such a comic book fan, that's a good point. Maybe it was out of town. It doesn't say where it was. Maybe it was in the next town. You know, but he walked in and he goes, "Beat the crowd," because there's no one there. But then it's like, well, yeah, you well, came early every- and you beat the crowd. That's yeah. why there's no one there. That's what I was thinking. You know <laughs> what I mean? Everyone else, <laughs> I didn't even think of that. Yeah. Everyone else came earlier than him, possibly uh-huh. too. He missed the crowd yeah he rubbed the easy one out and that's why he's late <laughs> yeah it's that's like, why he's late come early and he goes there and he's like come early it's <laughs> like yeah that's you're doing it yeah that's why you're the only one here dummy yeah why would you want to go there and have a big crowd so, unless he's trying to you know floss out his his uh his art do you okay do you have the name of the the, the girl who works there uh oh god it's uh whatever um, i just called her comic book lady mm-hmm. um but she calls him cakes a lot. Why was she calling him that? He wasn't that fat. I did so. He wasn't fat at all. He's just a little chubby kid. Is that what it means to you? Oh my god! He's fat cakes sounds like it. We got John's new name. Cakes. Hey, cakes. Johnny. Well, actually, no, no. that's not what it means. Oh, but Johnny cakes. Oh, Sopranos. Sopranos. Yeah. No, but uh, cakes means butt cheeks. That's what I said. But, but you can have cakes without being overweight. But that's like a new term that's not what people said back then but i don't think she's calling him like fat she's complimenting his butt cheeks i don't know why is she calling him cakes that's what i'm saying it doesn't make sense i didn't either actually that confused me so much that i was like wait is his name cakes she's called him she calls him cakes like four times in this episode she called yeah it's like what her she calls him and i don't know why is it because he's a little chubby is it because his maybe well, you don't really see, but what if they he has pan a big down? <laughs> yeah, he has like a fucking Cardi B, like. Big well, I mean, they already showed Megan Tucker's Stallion, butt in this episode. Yeah, maybe that. The, so the director or producer or writer, or whatever, was just thinking about children's butts. Yeah, of course. That's so why he got like, in the business. Call them cakes. <laughs> Call them that. <laughs> I want to see them cakes. Yeah, Ron Oliver was like. <laughs> yeah, but should they name? call him yeah. like? Sketch or scribbles or you know what I mean like sketch you know what I mean sketch There's... scribbles uh, shaggy <laughs> they could call him anything uh, Twizzler Twizzler <laughs> <laughs> yeah no it didn't I didn't get that I was like if he was chubbier than yeah then maybe but even then it's I've but never even... heard someone fat called cakes I've never heard anyone called cakes ever it's not a bad nickname her cakes. character name was Frankie Uncas of course Uncas Uncas Frankie. I was nice wondering if that was like a lipstick. <laughs> if that was like um, an anagram or something like that. Like Uncas seems like such a weird name, yeah, and they does. said it so many times. Yeah, she idolizes this Uncas. It's her father. We don't know that yet. Spoiler alert. Oh, yep. <laughs> oh, well, episode over. Oh, see you next time. The sound of a, a. Oh, okay. I'm I'm looking at the word uncus. It might it might be an anagram for you anus. <laughs> <laughs> you anus, which makes sense with the cakes if it means butt. <laughs> you know, it's all yeah. coming together. What's up, butt? Butts. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah. So uh, he he's in there and she's got this like one of a kind, uh, comic book or graphic, graphic novel. novel. Thank you. Uh, and she's like basically just giving it up. Did she? Does he even pay for it? Well, no, because nope. okay, so he he shows up and she's like, "Oh, you got the letter um, that she like weirdly like cut out stuff instead of just like typing it or even just going to his door." Like she like went through this elaborate thing. Like, what if it got lost in the mail? Yeah. Like, what? Whatever. Um, but she's like, "It's you." Like she, she's been expecting him, and she like takes out this comic book, and 
this is, like I said, I have a big issue with this because it's supposed to be like all about comic books and all about this art. And whoever drew this art has no understanding of like biology, like the physical drawing of characters. Their anatomy is completely off. Things don't make sense. And even as a kid, it upset me. Really? Yeah. Um, I, uh, yeah, I wasn't impressed by it, but I was like, yeah, whatever. Like on the cover, it's like the face of the Grinner and he's looking at you and his hands like this. Like you can't even <laughs> physically make that with your body. You can if you're ghastly. I guess. But it's like you show people laughing and it's like, and their chin is like oh, the up three inches. was shitty. That's what I'm saying. And there's a scene where he's like running later at the end and he's like. No, I mean, he has in this, the. He in the pictures of him and on the cover it has this blue what's supposed to be like blue I guess goo blue coming goo. out of his mouth, but it almost looked like he was like chewing up a big piece of blue bread and it was crumbs coming out. I don't know. It was bad. I agree. Also, what was dumb was she was like, like she was like, uh, what was the name of the artist? Uh, Anthony Sylvester. <laughs> uh, Sylvester Uncas. Sylvester Uncas. Right. <laughs> He's Sylvester. And he was like, I have no idea who that is. And then she was like, here's the ghastly grinner. He's like, I've never heard of that before. And she's like, you can have this. And he goes, really? (laughs) (laughs) Some bullshit from someone I've never heard of? Whoa. To be fair, if you're like a a cakey uh, young teen and uh, some older chick with a leather jacket gives you anything for free, I would be like, She likes me. I know, but it's like, she's like, Sylvester Uncas was one of the greats. I was like, um, I've never heard of like Jack Kirby or Stan Lee. Like, I've yeah. heard of a bunch of comic book greats before. I don't know what the hell you're talking about. And this kid was supposed to be like a comic book nerd. And he's never heard of him either. Well, they only published one issue, and there's only one copy of the one issue. Sounds like he just drew one thing, <laughs> stapled it together. And, and showed it to his daughter. He's <laughs> yeah. like, look at me. Oh, I'm going crazy. Yeah. And then he ran off into the woods. It was a desperate plea to find you know, love from his daughter <laughs> yeah. after a divorce. Yeah. Like, he's like, he's like, he was like, you know, court ordered, not allowed to be near her, and like shoved it through her like window of her bedroom and then ran off. He does look like the kind of guy who would be in witness protection when you see him. He's he looks like he's being held hostage. Like, Dude, when we <laughs> see him later. We'll get to it, get to it. He's like, <laughs> Yeah, we'll get there. That's we're getting ahead of ourselves. Um she had a pistol in the in his back. <laughs> yeah. Jabbing him in the ribs. Dude. Uh but anyway, yeah, so he goes home with his new comic book and um uh uh, this oh, no, wait, wait, wait. No, yeah, he's in class now. Yep. Yes. With this, this is Stan, Mr. Stan Lee. The guy look, I thought, looked like Stan Lee, I thought. Oh, the teacher? Yeah. He is an overactor, for mm-hmm. sure. Oh, yeah. He's chewing the scenery. This, yeah. guy's, this guy's a Jim Carrey. He's teaching them about microwaves. <laughs> Engrams. Engrams. <laughs> <laughs> he snorted. I know. How unflattering. I like it. It's cute. Um, but no, yeah. Uh, so you know what they're doing? Well, I guess this is science class. Must be. Um, they're reading the science book. Well, he's. Like, they're like, you know, don't know about science, science book. book. <laughs> 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 that lyric is always. That song fun. is so funny. <laughs> um, but it's great. So it's like, okay, I get it. You are interested in comic books, but you're yeah. seeing a giant weird microwave about comic book. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sorry. That's what the teacher said. 
So I was just like, no, it is. It's a really interesting. It's interesting. It's incredible. I, you're actually. watching He's exploding a, hot blowing dogs. up hot dogs. I don't care, especially oh, if, when it cuts if that kid the, was me, overweight yeah. and greasy. I'm all about hot dogs. Maybe he was insulted that when the hot dog was destroyed. I, the, yeah. my first watch through when it, you know, changes and it cuts directly to a just a hot dog, and I was like, what the fuck? Are we oh watching? yeah, that was weird. It's a real. <laughs> and then it just one. blows up. Yeah. Um, I've blown a hot dog up in a microwave before. Oh, I didn't know how that sentence was going to end. <laughs> I've blown a hot dog before. I mean, anytime you put a hot dog in your mouth, if you're breathing, you're technically blowing it, no? You're biting it. Who's not... blowing when they bite into a hot dog? Oh, when you're, br- hot. you're breathing in, you're no, breathing out. No, you're breathing out. in. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> but first you blow on it before you put it in your mouth. Um. So, yeah, this hot dog explodes, and then uh, the teacher's doing the classic, like, thing of uh back to the class and it's like can someone i can't remember the question he asked but you know who can answer this question whatever it is lisa simpson oh, raised how her microwaves hand. work uh hooper picolero right? yeah that's that was another one because i was like we also hear hooper picolero a million times just like sylvester ungus that's right everyone's saying their names constantly full names too yeah She's a little nerd, but we'll get to her. She's a, a Lisa Simpson and Martin from The Simpsons at the same time, kind of. Anyway, uh, yeah, Hooper Picolero, uh, she's dressed like a 1950s nerd. She has, like, a cardigan buttoned around her and, like, the tear, she's like, m- glasses. Tight m- pigtails. McFly. Yeah, she's a female McFly, pretty much. Um, Not junior, senior. She also looks like she's, like, 28, too. Well, well, we'll get to her looks in just a minute because oh, there's something she says later, and I have an issue with it. Okay. Um, but yeah, so uh, the teacher takes his uh, comic book and throws it in a fish tank in class, and it's like, wah, wah, wah. And then again, w- this is like one of the first times we see the wipes where it's like, here's a comic book page. And That's a drink. And it's like, and it wipes, and it's like, this guitar show, and it's like, wah, wah, wah. And I'm <laughs> yeah. like... If you guys are trying to establish a scary tone, don't have like a silly like cut from one scene to another with like a fucking silly guitar riff because it's like bar. yeah, it's exactly that. Yep. Uh, yeah, it reminded me very much of the '90s, which I enjoyed about that. Um, and this is where he meet his parents. Yes, the best, my favorite characters. Oh my gosh, yeah. We um, love dads, but also moms killing it. They yeah. looked like they didn't talk like it, but they looked like trashy british uh they dressed like trashy british uh yeah especially call, the mom yeah oh. like chavs a bunch of curlers they were dressed hair. like guidos they he were wearing track suits yeah they were. i didn't um, even notice the track suits um what but it's funny because they were um they're watching tv and they have a, a snack spread yeah, but they're, like, giving solid parenting at the same time. But they're telling him, they're like, don't read comic books, they'll get addicted, or whatever, and they're addicted to television, so they're, you know, calling the kettle black. It. Did you see the stuff they're eating, though? Well, I know that later on, uh, she wants to make pizza waffles. <laughs> yeah, that was, I'm like... That I've, sounds great. The sauce gets in the little pockets. That's I, what I was wondering. I was like, are pizza waffles something that you just that pre-exists like a pizza pocket or like a pizza bagel and then you just cook it or is it something that you're like first i have to make the waffles Uh, then i make a pizza on top of a waffle doesn't sound appealing to me not unless it's a savory waffle i've I've seen i've had i remember like my dad uh he probably was high out of his mind uh hey bud used to make uh english muffin pizzas 
That was the first thing I ever learned to cook. I went to a cooking class in summer as a child. Wait, a cooking class taught you to make English muffin pizza? Yes. They're like, you look poor. Can you... <laughs> Here, do you want the beans I was and cut poor. up hot dogs, or do you want the English muffin? Dude, my 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 go-to, like my normal poor family dinner that we would eat, that I ate yeah. probably four or five times a week was a hot dog with a slice of Kraft Singles wrapped up in a tortilla and microwaved for like forty-five seconds. As long as you guys didn't all sit around the table and all eat that. No, we all ate that. We fed it to <laughs> no, each his, other. His mom started on one side and he started on the other, <laughs> like the like the lady, lady the tramp, the tramp yeah. <laughs> I, did, I grew up comfortably middle class, but I ate a lot of beanie, beanie weenies is what I call them. Others call them Franken beans. Oh, oh yeah. They, they come in the little sauce kind of thing? Well, no. You make it. You put a can of baked beans and you cut up hot dogs. Oh, okay. I, I know there's like some things, there's some places that like sell that already. Probably, yeah, in a can. Dude, the the, the canned SpaghettiOs that had the hot dog Ooh, slices in it. Was I, was like, I was like, I want SpaghettiOs. I don't want the meatballs. I want the SpaghettiOs with <laughs> oh, the hot dog slices. Guess what I ate before you guys got here? Oh, did you please tell me uh, you got beefaroni? Beefaroni without even cooking it, just opening it up and close. No, it was the same. The beef ravioli. Yeah, you, you meant to say beefaroni. That's different. They're both by the same it Chef Boyardee. Chef Boyardee beef ravioli, and I actually put it in a bowl and microwaved it and put some Parmesan on it. Well, look at you. I yeah, think I'm changing. I I remember <laughs> when when we lived together, you made one of the most insane. I don't want to call it dinner. You made it a meal. What was it? It was, uh, you took, uh, like, the bacon nets, the little pieces. Bacon bits? Bacon oh, bits. Oh, yeah, and cottage bacon cheese and, and Italian dressing. Cottage cheese and Italian dressing. And That's put it delicious. In <laughs> I remember walking out, and I think you probably just wearing your, your boxers or some sort. And <laughs> yeah. I was like, well, we should go to the 7-Eleven. <laughs> You're like, I need to get drunk to watch you. <laughs> yes. That. I can't watch you eat that sober. And you were like, you had your laptop there and you were watching some weird video. like Watching some beheadings. Some beheadings, yeah. <laughs> I'd come in the kitchen, I'll, I'll, I'd come in the kitchen and you'd be like, you got to see this. And I'm like, I'm not going on that side. I was going to make food. I'm not even going in here anymore. <laughs> like, I'm eating- even Jack's like, like, even though he smiles all the time, he was like frowning somehow. <laughs> He's shaking his head. <laughs> All right, but uh, uh, anyway, uh, the, back to the parents. Um, you know, they're they're disapproving of his uh, artistic desires. No, they're disapproving that he got uh, caught in class for for making trouble. Yeah, for reading well, a that's comic what I'm book. Saying. I mean, they're yeah, they're slobs, but they're like they care. Canadian slobs. Yeah, so they still care about their yeah, son, yeah. and they still want him to succeed. Because if it was, you know, our version of that's like Matilda's parents. You know what I mean? No, I've never seen You've it. You've never seen Matilda? A, Have I, you? I'm older. Yes. I'm too okay, old well, you for know, that. Danny DeVito and uh, I think it was uh, Rhea Perlman. It's his wife, yeah. His wife in real life, and I think it was his wife in the movie, too, or someone yep. like her, right? It was her. Yeah, it's, he doesn't have some random other lady. Well, that that in movies, that's what happens a lot. It's not your wife isn't Sidekick. always your actual wife. Mm. But, uh, yeah, they, um, they're disapproving, and... Uh, he again the snacks on the table were like all like if you took like four bowls and you took four different types of of like bags of chips or or, uh croutons or something like that and just pour them in different things and they're just sitting there eating them like that's all gonna go stale soon i'm listening not if you eat them all you know he gets a little he's a little bummed out of course yeah i think at one point in the last scene or so, he runs his hand through his hair, so that's a drink. He always runs his hand through his hair, and he's he's like, okay. I, I would, just, too, if I had hair like that. Dude. 
My hair was ridiculously greasy. I can't even begin to explain it to you. I had long hair when I was in like early high school, but it it was not good long hair. You know how some people like like literally I split it down the middle, which was a weird well, That, that was the look at the time. It was. Yeah. But then half of it was like wavier than the other half. That's weird. Dude, my all fucked up. Like the Irish side and the Jewish side. Yeah, literally. They're battling on my yeah. face. <laughs> well, you know how same greasy... with your pubes too, right? <laughs> yeah. You know how greasy your face was, you know, when you were a kid. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Just imagine that for your hair times ten. Dude, I That's remember where I was in the car. I was, my mom was driving me to school, and I rolled down the window. And I spit out the window. My hair was blowing in the wind, and it went back into my hair, mm-hmm. and it was stinking all day. <laughs> I went to the bathroom and cl- what like was at wrong school. with your breath? No, dude, saliva. His grandmother stinks, hadn't given dude. all the toothbrushes yet. If you spit in your hand and rub it together and smell it, it smells bad. Yes, yeah, I, I agree. Yeah. I'm not disputing that. Or I'm if just... you spit on your hand and jack off, and it starts to fucking stink as it burns <laughs> off. Well, yeah. Yeah, a lot it's of people burning off. I just picture it like friction, like, like fumes coming <laughs> off of friction. That's what it is. Ingrams, friction. Ingrams, friction. Ingrams. <laughs> um. So yeah, he uh, he he tries to microwave yeah. his his soaking wet comic book that uh, his teacher threw in the uh, fish tank. Yeah. Uh, so he puts it in there for six minutes. It's overkill. I, I was like, that's quite a long time. I would try like maybe, you know, 40 seconds or something. I would, you know, 30 seconds. 30 seconds. See how it yeah. goes. Um, is this before or after she, uh, the nerd calls? This is right This when is it during it. So during it, mom's man. like, you have a phone call. And he goes, take a, take a it's message. It's a girl. And he's like, all right, fuck yeah, I'll take yeah. this. His and parents are like, man, he's finally getting some fucking pussy. I told you he wasn't a fake. I told you my kid was going to get strange. <laughs> Um, but this is the whole part that I was talking about, where where Hooper Picolero is. She's like, "You might call me a nerd. I think people should know who they are and work with it." And I'm like, <laughs> I, "I thought that was a weird line." Was it like, was a very weird who line. Snuck that in because I'm like, "Okay, you can be a nerd, but why are you doing your hair like that?" Like, I think I, I should know my place. I'm just like, okay, maybe your parents bought you these nerdy clothes. Maybe your parents bought you these nerdy glasses. But you can, you can. Make it work however you want to. Is it worth it? Is sending. No, the uh, message is you are born into your cast. Yeah, and you have to learn to live with that. Listen, you are either a Betty Ann or a Frank or a Gary (laughs) or a Tucker. Mm -hmm. If you don't fit, or a Kiki, then you're screwed. You're screwed. Yeah, get out of Canada. Yeah, you gotta gotta, uh, make your ponytails. so tight that it looks like it's pulling your face, <laughs> your eyebrows over uh, your head. Yeah. Pardon me. That comes up later, too. Oh, boy. Uh, so, anyway, uh, he's talking to Hooper, and uh, uh, all of a sudden there's a huge explosion downstairs, and there's like a little bit that I, it's kind of funny. I, I liked it. She goes, Did your house just explode? Like, he drops the phone, and like she has this little bit, and I was like, yeah, That's kind of good. I like yeah, I like that one a little She's bit. Cute. But he goes downstairs, and there's like uh, smoke all throughout the house, and he's like, Mom, what happened? Like, are you okay? And she's like, Yeah, I'm just in the kitchen. And uh, there's a, a cutout uh, oh in my the God. wall. Okay. Of the the shape. This of- is. This is the the Bugs Bunny version of somebody who like freaks out and runs through a wall, and it's the outline version of them. Yeah, Wiley e. Coyote. But yeah. like you said, Tom, he if the, okay. So it looks like the ghastly grinner, which is the comic book character we've been seeing. But 
if he ran through the wall so fast that a fabric cape could rip out the drywall <laughs> in the shape of a cape, I'm like, that's he, imp- he's magic, dude. <laughs> I guess he's ghastly. He's it's, it's totally ghastly. <laughs> I've been saying this since day one. <laughs> the guy this is, is we, ghastly. That's why we started the podcast. That's right. Bring awareness to ghastly, ghastly ghouls, wall runner throwers, <laughs> ghastly wall runners. Yes. Um. Yeah. And then uh, this is a what? Huh? This is where um, mom gets gooey. <laughs> I thought. I, Okay, so when I've seen that film, mom's office has been corrupted. Stepmom gets gooey. Yeah. Well, I wrote down. uh, So, so basically, the mom is like obviously not the same, and she's gone different. She's got the blue goo, and she's all of a sudden is like talking to him and has uh, blue goo coming out of her mouth. And I was like, judging on the wardrobe and eating of dad, I was like, that's dad's cum. Well, yeah. Dad's so he goes. Sick. He sees. He sees mom mouthful of blue goo, and he goes like, "Dad, something's wrong with mom." And then he, dad, turns around and he's got blue goo too. Well, that what if his mouth that as well. is the ghastly grinners come and he's face fucking everybody, and that's how he makes them grin. Yeah, and he makes them all crazy with his crazy cum. I mean, if this was an episode <laughs> of Perversions of Science, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Perversions of Science would definitely do that. Yeah, for sure. And you know that you know he's he's potent because if he's coming in mom's <laughs> mouth and dad's mouth, yeah. he's that's too nuts. That's no uh, refractory period. Yeah, that's, yeah. Unless he's sharing it. Oh, she, oh, snowballing. Snowball. After, yeah, yeah. Probably. So, okay. so, that? No judgment. Oh wait, any either of us? Yes. No. I've never. No. All right. Me neither. Uh, yeah. Sure. No, I'm serious. I did think of an embarrassing sex thing. I did. Go ahead. That I had forgot about. Um, yeah, so as you guys know, I have uh, a cartoon that I've been working on. Yes. And one of the and it started as a live action TV show back in college. Uh yes. And there is a character who is an inflatable blow-up doll. Mhm. So when the show we basically gave up on it because there was a big mistake, no. I ended up fucking the blow-up doll. <laughs> Just because out of pure curiosity. To completion? Yes. Oh, I thought you were going to say nice. that. It was extremely uncomfortable <laughs> sticking my dick into an inflatable crevice. But it was good enough to get the no, job done. No, like the face was like grotesque. <laughs> yeah, it was horrific. And like wow. everything was... I, here, let me show you a picture because oh, I've never God. banged a blow-up doll. I thought he was going to say that he ate the blow-up uh, doll after his friend came inside of it. <laughs> Ew, that would not be something. We, what? That would be Well, because the, the goo in the mouth. Ah. That triggered the, the, the conversation. And he just dips after the microwave explodes. Yeah, he, so the microwave explodes. His parents are fucking taken over by the uh, uh, ghastly grinner. And yep. he's, he's familiar with that because he read the comic book. And he runs outside and he meets... Hooper Picolero. And she has to yeah. explain who she is again. She does yeah. it all the time. It's That's a like, running joke with it her. Is. The, the class is like 15 kids. and It's because she's so insecure. She's like, oh, he doesn't remember me. But also, it's like her parents are going to his parents' house. I'm like, so wait, your parents know each other, but you guys don't? Yeah, that Like, that seems odd. very strange. And there's a thing they never explain here, too. Well, maybe they... It, 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 they Basically, they're like, hey, come on in and meet Uncle Bob. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which at first I was like, what? This character doesn't exist. And it's I'm like, grinner. oh, it's the. No, no. But at first I was like, 
what an odd thing to say to like some people you're meeting for the first time. We're like, hey, our kids go to school together. They don't know <laughs> each other, but we're coming over for just p- uh, pizza waffles and. Yeah. Like, hey, nice no, they to meet knew you. I'm, I'm... They called them by their first names right off the bat. Sorry. Yeah. Well, they obviously had called each other. You know, you don't just show up and be like, hey, can I come over for pizza waffles? <laughs> <laughs> That's true. But it's also like, it's like, there's a girl on the phone. It's like, it's the yeah. daughter of the your, the the couple that we invite over for, you know, <laughs> for whatever what? pizza. They were holding like a tray. It right? was weird. It just didn't make any damn sense. Well, it was what, like didn't very makes... yeah. overly convenient. Yes, and what didn't make sense to me was um, she tries to, like, get her parents' attention, and he stops her. And if I was her, I'd be like, what the fuck? Oh, Ethan? Yeah. It's like, like, you just screw me over, dude. Yeah, my parents are still okay. Why are you making them go into that house with your weird, crazy parents? Oh, wait, wait. Do you think maybe that's it? Like, maybe she's like, I was on the phone with this kid, and I heard an explosion, and we need to go check it out. Oh, maybe. Oh, that would make some sense, yeah. But, I mean, they really didn't. Yeah, but it, wait, how would the parents know their names? They must. Have it doesn't known make them. any sense. They must be neighbors or some shit. Because she also got there in like two minutes. But wouldn't she say, "I'm your neighbor" instead of "I'm the girl sits across from you in science class"? <laughs> yeah, if this made any sense. Whatever, it doesn't make any fucking sense. <laughs> never mind. Yeah. I'd just be weird if I got to some people I've like probably never met before, and they're like, "Hey, come in and meet Uncle Bob." I'm like, "Oh God!" Here's and they a- have blue cum coming out of <laughs> yeah. their mouth. Yeah, <laughs> there's gonna be a guy in a gimp suit in there. <laughs> That's like, Uncle Bob. We yeah. gave them the wrong impression. They think we're swingers, too. Yeah, right? Wouldn't it be great? <laughs> yeah. They both go back in, and there's a big fucking parent orgy going on. <laughs> That's the best kind of orgy. The dads are both banging each other instead of <laughs> the mom. <laughs> Her moms are checking their watch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Reading a newspaper, filing their nails. Just like, mm, all right. Let the boys do what they do. Wait till the blue goo happens, mm. and then we go home. <laughs> um... Uh, but yeah, we have another uh, transition here, and then mm-hmm. uh, gotta hate them. They <laughs> they gotta go on a little bus ride. <sighs> Did you notice? Like, there's a scene where he gets on this bus, and he's like, "Come on, Hooper, let's go!" And he grabs the back of yeah, her head. I saw that. That was aggressive. And like awkwardly pulls her in by the back of her head. I was like, "That's like the move, like when you're like." I really want a blowjob. Stop kissing like my <laughs> waistband. Like, just <laughs> do it. Um, okay, I, yeah. I have my Tom rule now. Okay, let's hear it. It's it's not just a one-off, but uh, it's every time she gets grabbed by the the head or the <laughs> hair. Do. That is a well, one-off. No, that's oh, wait, two. No. no, there's no, two. No, there's two. There's yep. two. Um, yeah, so go ahead and tell Oh, but yeah, but they, uh, they go on this bus ride, and little do they know, but this bus driver also somehow has been infected by the... The gas. Well, they do the thing. It's like a trope. I don't know if we've seen it before. I have to assume we do. If it's not, we'll probably see it again where it's like people have something that is telling what's happening. So in this instance, Mm -hmm. it's like, oh, we have a comic book that's going to show all of a sudden it's showing us on the bus. And then they turn the page. It's like, and now the bus drivers, you know, got blue goo. Mm. And I'm like, you see that trope so often in like, you know, these anthology shows. You would think that. Why don't you read the next page and see what happens after you go? Well, maybe it's blank until. Well, then show that happen. Show us the blank pages. That would be good. He skips up like five pages and he's getting a blowjob from her. Nice. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It just, because there's a big. These are children. There's a big hole blown in the comic book. So it'd be great to like show him like leaning back with his pants off like he's getting blown, but like there's a hole so you can't see who it is. So he's just like, everyone's like, hey, how's it going? Like, you want to be that person behind the ripped hole? It uh, it's the it's the ghastly grinner doing it with those teeth. Mm-hmm. Um, 
teeth nothing. This scene's the only one that I thought was legitimately kind of frightening. Well, there there's something about being in like a a vehicle or a vessel and and not being in control of it. <laughs> yeah. And a vessel. Like when the driver's tra- changing songs his on head, Spotify his while head he's driving. His head spins yes. around. <laughs> it's like being in a car yeah. with Cooper, basically. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, he does the full three, or 180, I guess, uh, Exorcist style. Well, Exorcist is 360, but his head spins all the way around. I thought that was kind of metal. That was fun. I actually, the the part of this, um, so, so the bus driver basically is possessed by the Grinner, which is weird because the Grinner's not actually around. But I think the Grinner can transport. Oh, okay. he, yeah, he I definitely mean, can I, teleport. I, yeah. I get that. Um, but the, uh, the one part that I actually was like, okay, this isn't too bad, was I was like, so wait, they're showing a bus driving around, which already is like, we have a comic book shop, we have a bus, we have like this weird microwave. We have a much higher budget than we typically do for Are You For The Darks, which I feel like uh-huh. are typically very low budget, or they're trying to keep it under a certain amount. Yeah. But I really like how... Um, all of a sudden, uh, you know, uh, Ethan pulls the cord and the bus stops and the bus driver like slams his head on the front thing. I was like, that was well done. Like it, it looked, I, uh, you know, yes. It's a question. Shoot. That cord you pull is just to let the bus driver know that yeah. you want to yeah, pull over. That's okay. one of the it's biggest. not an e-brake. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I've ever been on like a, a, like a, a public transportation <laughs> bus and there's been an emergency brake. Yeah. It's just located. It like Tokyo bus. drifts all over the fucking place. <laughs> yeah. Do you think, like, imagine like being a kid in high school, like a shithead kid like we all were. Yeah. Oh, like, I would get on the imagine. bus and pull that shit fucking all the goddamn time. Yeah. And then sneak out the back. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! <laughs> Hide her in a pile of backpacks. It wasn't me. Yeah. Was a little shaggy. But uh, yeah, him hitting the glass was really, really funny to me. Uh, yeah. I liked it. He got a bonk. <laughs> Probably my favorite part of the episode. Um, but uh, they go back to the comic book shop because yeah. they're like, okay, we have to talk to comic book lady, whatever, Uncas Junior, or whatever her name She'll is. She'll know what to do. Yeah, and she's like, let's well, call her. Let's call her little Unc. <laughs> little Unc. Yeah, I like that. Um, Unket. But she's like, well, that's the same thing that Sylvester Uncas thought, that the gas and grinner was real, and that's why he, like, whatever, disappeared or lost his mind or whatever. Yeah. And she's like, well, check this out. You already have a comic book you've never heard of, but check this out. These are drawings of a comic book that you've never heard of. And she's like, <laughs> the finale, the final issue. I was like, bitch, there's only one issue, so this is the second issue. I'm like... Wouldn't you just say part two or whatever? You like the Makes finale. No I was like, you guys are like, you can tell she has a very high opinion of her father. Yes. Yeah. This and then is- the Grinner shows up and chokes her out. Yeah. Yeah. He, he doesn't fuck around with that. I, I don't know what, what his issue was. He's pissed off. But you think if you're like a Grinner, you're kind of happy with life. Uh, well, he is happy, but. Maybe he's just know. happy because what he's doing he likes. He but likes also to make people grin. We don't ever see this comic book lady with blue goo. No, because well, they run away. But I think it's implied she becomes a blue gooer. But I mean, like, how hard is it to sp- to put blue goo in a girl's mouth? It's surprisingly expensive. <laughs> oh, no, good lord, that's <laughs> got to get cut. It can be hard. That'll be a drop. Um, if you're not so good looking. But no, so so when they're in the comic book <laughs> shop, this is when Hooper's like microwaves. <laughs> Oh yeah, 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 and yeah. that's that's the type of shit that always drives me crazy. They go, what? Like in a like in a horror movie when like all of a sudden they're like, well, obviously it's this thing that's like totally unobvious. A like, smart character. I think they did that in like Leprechaun two or three. Though it reminds me of a South Park bit, dude. There's like, like, wait a minute, tortoises, tortoises <laughs> swim in the water. 
<laughs> water. Well, that's the wet. That's the point A to B that I really like. <laughs> yeah. No, but I remember in like I think it was like the movie Leprechaun two or three mm-hmm. where they're like wrought iron obviously leprechauns hate wrought iron we have to put in a wrought iron gate and i was like nobody's ever said those words ever but you guys are trying to establish this as like lore i think she thought microwaves because that's how he came into the world right i mean i follow the logic but i think it's just it's silly to be like oh yeah Yeah, like true yeah i mean if it brought just because microwaves brought him into the world what if anything i'd be like wait what if that just brings more of them in? And also, can't you just do a regular microwave at your house instead of breaking into the school? and It's using not big theirs? enough, they said. Because you can't fit him in the microwave, even though they never did that. <laughs> we'll, get, we'll get to that. Um, yeah. I find it odd, also odd that like she waits to this time to reveal that. Well, she's been calculating it. It's her dad. Oh, yes. Oh, oh, oh. Comic book lady? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Little, I thought little, you were talking about Hooper. Little yeah. Unk. Little unk. And I tried to understand it, and maybe one of you guys can tell me why tell me she felt why. the need to kind of lie about what was going on. That's with what this I, book. that's my point. It was that's like, right. again, why are you saying grand opening for your comic book thing? You're, if you're going through all this fucking charade to bring your dad back from comic book land or whatever the fuck it is, just go to the dude's house and be like, "Hey, I hear you draw comics like mediocre," yeah. or like go to someone who can draw good, or go to a professional. Also, yeah. or even just. Learn Try how yourself. to do it yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Me, who says it has to be well done? Just stick <laughs> I mean, figures. And then it's I'll done. tell you right now, be great it's if it was not. Stick no, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's, you know, no, you, you gotta, you it's gotta, like Leslie Grinner, and it's like a stick figure with like blue goo. Well, you, and you gotta lure. You know, the only way to get rid of a a, a ghoul is to lure <laughs> in a, a some Franks. middle school. Uh, oh, children. ghouls love middle schoolers. Yeah, ghouls love Franks. They do. Franks, <laughs> just like the microwave hot dogs. Frank, Frank and beans. Um, but uh, yeah, and uh, again at this point, uh, we meet the weird teacher again. Yeah. Oh God, I hated him. But he was like, I would have thrown spitballs. He at was him. like <laughs> totally overacting again. Like he's just like, what is this? I can't believe it. And you're like, couldn't you just be like, what are you guys doing in here? Like yeah. instead of being like, he also says, which made no sense. He says, this is no laughing matter. But yeah, no I wrote laughing. that down, too. Yeah. Nobody's laughing. <laughs> yeah. In fact, Hooper says she doesn't laugh. And he just said it because it's related to the theme of the episode, obviously. Um, and then uh, when they get back, did they go back to the, the comic book place, right? Well, before that, can I just bring up something that I just don't understand? So yeah. it's like they're kind of teasing like this romantic relationship between Ethan and Hooper, right? Yeah. And he's like... You don't have to stay, and she's like, "I will if you will." Like, I want to stay. Like, and, and they kind of have like this like soapy, like you know, soap opera kind of music, and they're like, there's whatever feelings happening. Yeah, yeah. So it's like it's kind of setting up that they're they're falling into this romantic relationship. But one of the things I don't get is she drops her purse, and there's a big eraser in there that says "for big mistakes." Yeah, and he's like, "What's this all?" About? <laughs> and she's like embarrassed, and I was like. What the fuck? Like, as like, it's not like finding condoms or birth control. But he's just like, "What are you doing with this big eraser?" And he's like, "She's like nothing." And I was just like, "What is that supposed to be significant in some way?" Was that the implication that she masturbates with it? That's what I was thinking. Really gross. I mean, not in real life, but oh yeah, this is my mistake. Yeah, it's a mistake in the eyes of the Lord. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Hey, we don't take that name in vain in this oh, garage. Um, 
they have this big old eraser that they establish, and then the Grinner kills the teacher. So again, they run from the class back to the comic book shop. And the, I, I don't know why they did this, because it's like, let's go to the comic book shop. Now let's go to the school. Yeah. Now let's go back to the comic book shop. And like, Well, they went to the school to access the microwave, but it didn't work. But that's what I'm saying. It's like it's like literally just like, come on, guys, we got to eat up like another five minutes. Yeah. Like <laughs> We're barely scraping in at 22 minutes. Mm-hmm. Did you guys notice, Like I think when they were going back to the comic book, He's either in the school or the comic book shop, but he slams the door shut like really, really hard. Yeah, I feel like, I feel like it was like an accident by the acting. They're like, well, let's go with it. <laughs> I'm not shooting at this again. He wasn't thinking straight from all the grease in his hair. Yeah, <laughs> young John. Um. So, uh, after they go back to the comic book shop, um, they run into the ghastly grinner, and this is when he uh, grabs Hooper by her hair. Yep. That's a that's a drink. That's a Tommy. And he drink. goes, uh, "What's the matter, kid? Don't you have a sense of humor?" And I get she it. Says, "Don't you like to?" He says, "Don't you like to laugh?" And she says, "I don't have much of a sense of humor." Yeah. And I get that. I'm like, "That's fair. You don't have to have a good <laughs> sense of humor." But if there's a fucking hideous monster lifting you up from your face, like you're going your to react. I'll tell you what. I've like, seen a grab a pigtail grab like that in some movies before. If you know what I mean. Oh, were there stepmoms involved? Well, there's nubiles involved. <laughs> Do the nubiles have their limbs? Not a one. <laughs> I call them nubile torsos. Nubile nuggets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, cook them up with some hot dogs. Quick, uh, buy that um, domain. Yeah, that domain. <laughs> I'm, sure it, I'm sure it exists already. Nubilenuggets.com. <laughs> it's so niche. Dot org. The crash. <laughs> the, the crash test dummies already have it, and they're gonna sue us oh, again. You no. son of a bitch. We Anyhow, this is not a pro crash test dummies podcast, is it? So uh, the Grinner, so basically a Hooper's like, okay, well the microwaves didn't work because we did it in our world. Uh, maybe you have to confront the gas Grinner in your world. Yeah. yeah, and is this when he there's like a, a coloring montage? Yes. Well, yeah. So there's a coloring montage where he's like drawing all this stuff, and again, yep. this is so frustrating as an artist watching this. I mean, I don't want to toot my own horn, but I do. No, go art. ahead. But toot toot. Yeah. I, I listen. <laughs> I have some artistic capabilities, and watching this, I'm like, this dude is inking all wrong, and he has no concept of anatomy, and he's also making himself he's just look a very, boy, like yeah. like just, very masculine too. Well, I mean, he's still giving himself long hair, but it's like. It's not greasy. It's like thicker. That's yeah. how I wish. Yeah, of course. I it's wish. It's like uh, Je- like Jesse. Ah, friend of the pod. <laughs> friend of ours. Somebody. Former coworker. Who, someone who exists. <laughs> He's a friend. Um. So nah, anyway, I like him. Uh, one of the things that I thought was really silly. So uh, he crafts this comic book where he he he. Makes himself the hero. Yeah. And he's like, okay, so he's a villain. I'll make myself the hero. And all of a sudden, the ghastly grinner shows up and he's like, okay, cool. So he holds up a drawing and runs at him full speed. Oh, and they like sync up. He's just supposed to know that works. Yeah. And was just like, what happens if that didn't work? You just get <laughs> choked out again by some fucking. Great. They just both yeah. bounced off each other. <laughs> Ow. <laughs> they, do the, they do the Peter oh, Griffin, yeah. the fucking. Ow. Um, <laughs> for gotta watch out with that blue goo. Yeah. Oh, he was gonna goo him, but then they both get transported to Comic Land, I guess. Yeah, Comic Land. Poorly drawn Comic Land. So I, I really felt comic like land. this was such a fuck you. I mean, obviously the kids don't care, but like I'm like mm. your whole third act, which is the most important part of the story, is done through 
drawings and you use the same drawings again where it's oh, just like they used it like five times i know it's like a person like like f- and, and him and, going like, like this yeah it's like the same he has his fist up and he's like, it's a heroic pose yeah. yeah he goes follow me and then it's like a, somebody else is like what's going on it's like don't worry about it just keep going i'm like you guys couldn't actually do that i was like you would have to be using the same drawing with different bubbles it would have been expensive but it would have been nice to have like an uh that uh take on it would have been nice to hire an artist yeah yeah yeah, yeah. to hire an artist instead of like some like whatever effects department like you know it's funny because the drawing sucked and they couldn't even do more of them like you know what i mean like you can't get someone to draw like a fight sequence besides like one frame and then the same one of the kid uh, i guess what i'm saying is like i'm not a professional artist like i mean maybe you I are i guess technically I get, you are i guess technically i do get paid to do some art stuff but i just feel like <laughs> <laughs> i am sorry coop just pulled down his pants and i saw his ghastly grinner <laughs> What possessed you right there? Because that the ghastly grinner, blue goo is coming out of his. Hot dude! Oh my god! (laughs) He's giving himself a Melvin. He's giving himself a front. No, it's just been sliding down this chair. Okay. Uh, the ghastly grinner would be proud. (laughs) He wouldn't be grinning actually. (laughs) The ghastly frowner. Uh, anyway, so uh, long story short, uh, Ethan fights a Grinner, and uh, I don't mean to interrupt you. What happens, Tom? No, no, no. You were on the way there. But you're our uh, host. Okay, yes. Uh, I'm host. Um, of course, I'm host. But yeah, uh, he basically, uh, through the series of the comics, they, they show him kind of beating him. Uh, mm-hmm. Again, like John said, like like very like heroic poses and uh, microwaves end up being yeah pretty much the the winning weapon uh, in this whole thing. Not so fast. Wait, what did I miss? It's not a microwave that wins. It's this giant eraser. Oh, it is the giant eraser. Yeah, because um yeah he's he's in the comic and and uh, uh, Hooper little unk little uh, <laughs> <laughs> hunky um. She like sees like what's going on and can like they have this weird thing where they're like talking to each other. She can like yell at the comic and he can hear it, kind of. Yeah, I, I don't guess. understand the whole it's thing weird. again. This whole story is is crumbling at the best. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, um, yeah, she takes the, uh, her uh, dildo and um, <laughs> rubs it on the the drawings and Ooh. erases uh, uh, the grinner and um, he. Uh, Whatever the kid's name is, Ethan eventually just somehow comes back from mm. comic book land. Mm. That's so right. they could have instead of having to finish the drawings, they could have just erased the Grinner, right? Well, I think they they had to take the Grinner into comic book land. Oh yeah, yeah, because yeah, that's, yes, that's well known. But I, he I didn't need that. to go there. But then how? Well, but like, he made himself the hero. Like if he had created a like a different um, entity yeah. to fight the Grinner, he wouldn't have had to go in it. But he like glamorized himself. So anyway, he 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 jumps into the comic book land, defeats the Grinner. Hooper well Hooper helps him, and then all of a sudden he busts out. And then this is where we meet Sylvester Uncas, eighty nine year old dad. Looks really uncomfortable. He this actor <laughs> looks shaken up. Like he's just like, what am I doing on a live set? What's going yeah. on? And <laughs> 
I don't know. He he literally looks like your weird uncle who you don't want to talk to. Like he's so weird, and like he shows he like he's gives him these gold bracelet. He gives him these like yeah. artboards, and he's like, "This is yours." Like you know, and and it shows a picture of Ethan as like Super Ethan, like which is like the worst name for a comic book. Yeah, and that somehow Super like Ethan. like breaks him into the comic book business. It's like it becomes a massive smash hit but what's ridiculous is this is like if you're i mean okay whatever it's a fucking kid show but if you are getting into comic books people aren't turning you down because your art's no good they're turning you like you know what i mean it's like if your art sucks that's fine but they're not gonna be like well now you have an original character named super ethan so now of course we're going to do that it's like no it's like if his art sucks it sucks if his art's good it's good it's got Mm -hmm. nothing to do with what character he's drawing yes and the um when the the scene the final scene closes out, he kind of uh oh thank you, uh, <laughs> it's funny because he's signing autographs for all these adoring fans. Oh my god! And I like his all signature. these fans who didn't show up to the grand opening where they had secret yeah. prizes. Well, he showed up early. But it's funny because <laughs> he um he's signing them and Came then he early. kind of he puts his hands behind his head and he leans back and he's looking all smug and I imagine someone's standing there still with their comic like. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah. But Can also, I, uh, uh, are you taking a break? Yeah. <laughs> is this, what's going on here? Yeah. But also, one of the things that I really love is it's like, now that he's like successful, they show, he's still ho- hanging out with Hooper. And they both look like they're in the Matrix. No, but she's no. all in black. Yeah, okay. with black sunglasses too. Well, because uh, towards the end, he was all in black. And I wrote down, I'm like, oh, this, she's Yoko Ono now, basically. But okay. Yep, so, she's glomming on. By the way, you have to watch a documentary. But here's the thing I don't get. <laughs> yeah. She's like... I'm a nerd, and I don't know to just work with it. I'm like, so, bitch, you're, if you're still a nerd, why aren't you but working with it? she also learned to laugh. But she's not laughing in that scene. She's wearing all black, like, sunglasses and stuff. She's wearing the exact same outfit, well, but first all of her you stuff. laugh, and then you get cool. But her glasses are, like, she's wearing sunglasses, and she's also wearing a black cardigan. Inside. And- <laughs> sunglasses inside. Yoko. Matrix. Listen. If, Yoko Matrix. If Neo isn't dressed up like uh, Hooper in the next Matrix uh, that's coming out in two Ugh, weeks. I'm not going to watch that. Yeah, I, I, that's yeah. all I want to watch. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, the basically like, he gives the um, the drawings back to him. Uh, drawings in quotes, of course. Um, and this is uh, Papa Sylve, Papa Unk. We're popping back now. Well, I'm just saying, like, he, he, he wraps it up, uh, and, you know, they have the scene at the end where they're getting the drawings, but yeah. uh, I just want to touch on one point where I didn't know if I could be incorrect, but didn't it kind of feel like when uh, Papa Sylvester gives him back the drawings, it's sort of like, it's sort of his way of being like, you can do it, keep going, yeah. kind of thing. I kind mean, of, with I, no charisma on Sylvester's part. Well, he's got a gun in his back. Well, I yeah. think I think it's <laughs> he's fair. Terrified. Yeah, he's definitely held hostage. But I mean, like he, he really just, is. He just wandered on set. <laughs> Besides his daughter, who is manipulating him to get her father back, like nobody's giving him any type of positive reinforcements. Like his parents are, his teachers are not. Like he doesn't have any fucking friends, so he's just like drawing drawings into like an abyss. Nobody's like saying anything about it. So yep. all of a sudden, it's like. Hey, you have this girl who's telling you good job, and then but she's only doing it to get her dad back, and then the dad's like, whatever, I'm fucking shell shocked from living in a comic book for ten <laughs> yeah. years. Yeah. So it's like all of a sudden he's like, okay, maybe I am good enough. Yeah, oh. maybe. Yeah, maybe give him the boost of confidence he needed. Well, I really feel like it's not deserved though. No, I don't think so either. Not to talk shit about kids' drawings, but I can't they get suck. over Sylvester. <laughs> 
I literally was I watching. Love, I was like, is he okay? Like, you don't he see a lot of short sleeve button up white shirts. It's the, like the Homer Simpson. Uh, what, yeah. Well, Homer only has a couple buttons though. Like this is like a bowling league shirt. He literally looked like he had seen a ghost. He was not well. <laughs> yeah. No, I was concerned for this old man. <laughs> he just stepped off like a roller coaster. And like, <laughs> yeah, that's what he looked like. like and that's why I was like, and maybe one of you guys looked this guy up, but I didn't. I was like. Is this guy, did they need to get this guy for any particular no, reason? No. Like, is he an uh, actual comic book artist who's famous in Canada? The production designer owed him a favor. What the fuck? It's so weird. It is weird. Danny Raboy is the actor's name. And what's his significance, Duh. if anything? <laughs> this is his only role. Yeah. I, I think this was a, his, like, Make-A-Wish Foundation kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's like his family's like I choked on that fucking <laughs> white glove. Yeah. <laughs> I wanna be on TV. He's like, but instead of like cancer, it's dementia. <laughs> <laughs> so he's, that's why he's in there. What's this? And the worst thing is like his entire life he wanted to like be like an actor and, and then he oh, can't even no. remember that he's actually doing it. I now. would not be surprised if that is actually what's happening. Yeah. Because he like, does not look well. Yeah. He's just gets led out there, and he's, like, seeing all these strange people. <laughs> no, literally, because I was expecting, when they introduced him, they showed him, I was expecting, oh, here's going to be, like, a really eccentric, charismatic, like, artist guy. Like the, the Walt Disney a, kind of person. Yeah, yeah. fucking Like a big personality. Yeah, no. Instead, he's a frightened old man. Who didn't even finish the only comic book he ever yeah. made. <laughs> yeah. it's like, so weird. He had a stroke during it. <laughs> And then got taken to comic book land. Where am I? What's happening? There, comic book land never existed. Actually, it was no. just this is like, all happening inside. It's his like a way lame or cool world. Yeah, exactly. Oh, cool world. Brad Pitt. BP. BP. Um, but uh, yeah, that pretty much uh, wraps up that part of the episode, and then we get back to a very short uh, Midnight Society. Uh, I feel like Gary wasn't really into it because he's just like instantly he's like, all right, cool. Well, see you later. <laughs> but OK, no, I, I disagree because I think the last one we watched really exemplified that that uh, mentality because this one, everyone's like, wow, cool. But like, I feel like the last one we did, which I think was Tale of the Renegade Virus, or maybe it was the one before it, which was yeah. Tale of Midnight Madness or something, whatever it was. I can't remember. Everybody like the person who's telling the story around the campfire finishes. Everyone's just like looks at each other and then doesn't say anything and then they put out the fire and walk away this one they're like well cool excellent totally like this one they actually react <laughs> that's what i thought was so funny because one of the last ones we did everyone's like all right let's get the fuck out of here i yeah. didn't i didn't enjoy that at all this is hour 20 of filming today <laughs> all right but gary is quite ghastly and he's the one that puts the fire out as being you know the uh the leader the boss yeah, I feel like he's only the boss in in the woods. <laughs> woods boss. He's the woods boss. <laughs> um, I, I always we've talked about this many times, but I just love how they pour one little like thing of water on the fire and it goes out instantly. <laughs> yeah. If you guys are lighting a fire with wet logs and no kindling, I don't think another bucket of water is gonna do anything. <laughs> no. No, and also it's very dangerous. It's like when people have fires on the beach and they cover it with sand after and people walk across it. Ouch. Ouch. <laughs> oh. They say, they go, Ouch. 
But uh, yeah, that was this episode of Are You Afraid of the Dark? The Tale of the Ghastly Grinner. And uh, it's yes. time for some mm, crawlers. <laughs> uh, all right, I'll go first. Okay. Um, this one was quite interesting. I, I enjoyed uh, the like the ludicrous story and in uh, in having young John as the main character was very fun. It's the reason why I picked it. Um, uh, I do believe John would have probably done a better job drawing these uh, these cartoons. He's bowing. He's bowing to both of us. Oh, he's dabbing, so that's losing points already. Um, but uh, He's raising the roof. He's raising... He's, all right, zero out of zero. Um, creepy callers. That's my score. No, come on. No, that's my score. Give the real score. No, that, that's exactly it. I just saw John dab <laughs> twice. And now you've, you're done with life. And then raise the roof. Uh, that That is from uh, Canon. That is a my first ever zero creepy... No, 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 no. no. All right. Um, definitely uh, was funny at points. Uh, I loved the parents. I thought they were great. Uh, it's always fun to see dad blue come. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, That's one of your preferred uh, Pornhub search terms, right? Dad. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, stepdad blue cum. Yes. Um, but it was uh, it was interesting. Uh, I, I thought there was definitely could have been a much better, much more well done story there too. I think it's kind of fun, like when um, like comics or cartoons kind of blended in with uh with a real life kind of story where the the story comes out of into real life kind of thing mm-hmm. um and uh it was i don't know was it funny ish i definitely wasn't a ghastly grinner when i was watching <laughs> this uh and uh i think my my highlight was definitely him hitting the glass when he's the bus driver all of a sudden i thought that was just so fun that the way was, they it was well played yes it was well played a highlight the story doesn't really make much sense there's all of a sudden a weird thing where they collide and t- go into comic worlds which would have been more fun to see what comic world was like yeah too expensive too expensive yeah this was like a 15 dollar set <laughs> um this one i'm gonna sum it up let's see what were there any um uh oh any rules any i points? would say this any bonuses i mean honestly the kid has a cut but it's too long it's too long yeah. so long i would hair. say take anywhere between a 0.25 or less it's just got to, long hair. i mean like you don't have to give it to him at all but I might give him a point one zero zero. I'm gonna give him, I'm gonna give this episode a five point zero zero five. Creepy crawlers. Great. Weird. Very weird. Goopy. Um. <clears throat> all right. Yeah. So. I mean, I didn't watch a lot of this show growing up. I watched it every once in a while when it was on. I think I was even a little young. Got a little scared. I didn't get too scared. <laughs> but um, anyway, this particular episode, though, I thought there were some cool things about it. I liked the spin around head on the bus driver. 
That's almost the only thing I really genuinely liked about this episode. Bus driver, best part of the whole. It episode. was good. Yeah, and they actually got to like drive crazy, and he he looked actually freaky, unlike any of the one else who was supposed to look freaky. <clears throat> the ghastly grunner, I thought his face looked cool, but his costume looked like some spirit store costume that didn't so fit him lame. right. Yeah, <laughs> it was like a little too tight. Yeah, like I don't want to see this like the rolls on the grinner. I feel like the Grinner should be gaunt, like the Joker. You know what I mean? Because he's laughing all the time. He's burning all those calories. Yeah, and he doesn't easily sit down and eat fucking cupcakes. He's got a strong core. Yeah, he's eating, yeah. Kettle, he's eating kettle corn. He's eating kettle corn. All, yeah, circus food. Yeah. Um, <laughs> corn dogs. Cotton candy corn dogs. Blue yeah. gum. <laughs> Blue gum. Fried dough. Yeah. <laughs> Funnel cake. Um, but anyway, the story was kind of schizophrenic, like we've been discussing. is kind of like sporadic, like... How do they know this? How do they know that? Why did they transport to this world? Why can she talk through comics now and they couldn't do it before? The logic is flawed. The logic is flawed. But and I, I on subs- subsequent watches, I felt myself more confused <laughs> rather than less confused. About your sexuality? Yeah, and more questions being raised. <laughs> and I was like, wait, wait, how this, how that? But, you know, that doesn't matter. You know, anything, you can pick apart anything if you really want to. Um, <clears throat> I would say it's landing at, I didn't absolutely hate it, but the fact that the story was as scattered as it was and didn't really make a lot of sense, I'm going to give this a 4.0. All right. Yeah. Is that your final score? That's it. I mean, I don't have any bonuses, right? It's up to you. I don't think so. I wouldn't call that a cut. It's just long hair. We okay. got dangerously close to having a janitor because we were in a school. Yes, we were. But we did not get the janitor. No, sir. There was a janitor around, but we didn't see him. Mm-hmm. So there's nothing there. And yeah, I mean, I didn't hate it. There were good moments. But overall, the story, it just could have been better if it was structured a little bit. But instead, it was very sporadic and very schizophrenic and very, like, all over the board, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Am I, I what's my opinion worth? Not much. It's <laughs> a worth couple about creepy crawlers. Four creepy crawlers, which is enough to fit in the palm of your hand. Like an exploding hot dog. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that's my score. Okay. So uh, I watched this as a kid and I was not a huge fan because uh, it wasn't scary to me. I'm watching it as an adult now and I'm like, you know what? This is actually a pretty fair, you know, understanding of what this show is. Um, while watching it, it had some fun moments, it had some silly moments, um, but overall, I probably wouldn't recommend this uh, unless someone just was like, "What's Are You Afraid of the Dark all about? I'd be like, okay, it's about this, but if everyone's like, what's a good Are You Afraid of the Dark? I wouldn't say this. Nah. So, um, I would probably normally give it like maybe a 7, but the art sucked, so I'll give it a 6.5. But it kind of has a pseudo cut, so maybe we'll give it a point one five, and then oh. maybe because it reminds me of myself, I'll give it a point <laughs> one zero 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 zero. So I guess overall, I'll have to give this a seven point two five zero zero zero. Wow, and that's gonna be my <gasps> creepy, creepy crawlers. That's a good score. Okay, well, uh, we want to say thanks to all the listeners for listening. Yeah, thank um, you for that. If you guys want to reach out to us, we always love uh, hearing from uh, listeners. Um, we have a uh, Twitter line. You can tweet at us. We are at Short and Spooky. Or if you guys want to write an email, you know, write to us. Our email address is shortandspooky at gmail.com. If you guys want to um, 
bring up anything that we've talked about or have any ideas uh, for uh, future episodes or just, you know, whatever. You're feeling bored. Hit us up. Yeah. And if you uh, want to text uh, Cooper, his number no, is 925. No, 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 no. Gentlemen, we, we've done it up this episode. Uh, December's going on. We have a plan for uh, next week. What's I, I the plan? I don't think we want to give it away. I oh. think we want to make it a little bit of a surprise. So as far as this week is concerned, do you guys have anything you want to live the listeners with? Yeah, don't microwave wet comic books. Oh, don't microwave your hot dogs either. Yeah, don't. I'll tell you what. Actually, put a microwave. It may be faster, but get a pot of boiling wa- bottling water. <laughs> bottling water. Bottle that hot dog. Or grill it. And you'll be, the, I mean, yeah, you'll spend more time, but the result is fantastic. Put, yeah, put a put a comic book in there in that water, too. That's extra flavor. flavor it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, boys. Uh, thank you so much. And I guess the last thing I'll say is, mm, does this urethra smell infected? <laughs> it is. It does smell, and it is. All right, bye, guys. Bye. bye.